Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is a short 10-ish minute clip either in the form of a vodcast or a podcast intended to grow and equip you in your trust work with God. I am by no means an expert but you see every single episode you listen to is inspired by the Holy Spirit. I am just grateful to be used as a vessel. And just to say that the podcast keeps evolving, but the current focus now is our personal processes with God of how we learn to submit to his will and how we get clarity in that aspect. So please let's learn together. Please subscribe to our various podcast platforms and also on YouTube is our podcast as well. We are also on various social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and also TikTok now. So please let's learn together, shall we? So over the last couple of weeks, we have been discussing the story of Joseph and the lessons from the story of Joseph. Honestly, there are so many lessons to learn from Joseph. I feel like his life is so is so full of lessons that we just need to learn from. It also shows us a lot about how God works with us as well. God obviously works with us in millions of ways, but it's one way that is so interesting to see and so much we can learn from, especially if one is going through seasons. If you've gone through from a fruitful season to testing season or vice versa, this story is so important for us to learn and listen through. So I'm going to be reading from Genesis 40 today and I'm going to be discussing the cupbearer and the baker. And after reading the Bible verse, I'll go into the conversation. So let's quickly read the long Bible verse, but I'll quickly read it. So I read, Sometime later, sometime later, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt offended their master, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officials, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, and put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard, in the same prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph, and he attended them. After they had been in custody for some time, each of the two men, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were being held in prison, had a dream the same night, and each dream had a meaning of its own. When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected. He asked Pharaoh's officials who were in custody with him in his master's house, Why do you look so sad today? We both had dreams, they answered, but there was no one to interpret it. Then Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream, and he said to him, In my dream, I saw a vine in front of me. On the vine were three branches. As soon as it blossomed, its clusters rippled into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. This is what it means, Joseph said to him. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer, which is what was in the dream. But when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews and even here I have nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. Verse 16, when the chief baker saw that Joseph had given a favorable interpretation, he said to Joseph, I too had a dream. On my head were three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. 
This is what it means, Joseph said. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift your head and impale your body on a pole, and the birds will eat away your flesh. Now the third day was Pharaoh's birthday, and he gave a feast for all his officials. He lifted up the heads of the chief cupbearer and the chief breaker in the presence of his officials. He restored the chief cupbearer into his position, so that he once again put the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he impaled the chief breaker, just as Joseph had said to them in his interpretation. The chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. This story also shows how amazing God's planning is in our lives he definitely is a master planner so here you have in the same prison joseph was in you had the chief baker and the chief cupbearer of pharaoh that came to the prison because he offended pharaoh the way god plans things is still very amazing but today i want to discuss one reason why joseph met those guys and why god occasioned that meeting and for me one thing was key it was learning the ways of the palace the cupbearer and the baker served Pharaoh in his palace, right? They were domestic staff. And we all know that the one people that truly know us is our domestic staffs because they see everything or see most things more than what is covered from the outer eye. And so God places Joseph in the same prison with these two people and they were from the palace. And remember that Joseph also was from a different land. So he needed to understand not just the ways of the palace, even the ways of Egypt, but also the ways of palace in Egypt itself. In the last week, I went to Cairo for a couple of days and I was listening to the whole story of the pyramids and how a king built himself this massive you know well three kings actually built themselves these massive pyramids to put their bodies in because they believe that there's left after death and also that they'll come back into their bodies in some magical way and all that and these places were huge like huge i think one of them height was 147 meters and i was told that the top was covered in gold as well so the amount of wealth and the time and the effort that went into it for just one man to put his body in a grave and it just made me think of how powerful the kings were at that point in time. And so when the Bible says the heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord, we may not understand it now because, yes, we have king of England. Yes, fabulous, you know. But then the kings in those days could just kill for killing's sake. They could just be wake up on the rest of the bed and decide to just kill everybody in their household in seconds. And they're all gone. Like, see what happened with the baker. The boy of the king, the king just thought, you know, it's my birthday, I want to, you know, have some sports. And then in front of the officials, he pulls one and the other wants to let's go. And so when the Bible says the heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord, it just shows that no matter how powerful the king can be, his heart is in God's hands. And so now, in this situation, Joseph learned to learn the ways of the palace. To understand how powerful these things can be and how to actually appease them and work with them because from here you are seeing that if he messes up he will be back to the same prison because god has shown him pure examples of it and you know i was asking myself but god why did you bring up the story of the baker like that dream how come he still died when the demons died and all those questions i just realized something the reason why joseph met the cup bearer and the baker were clear the king can favor one and the one and the impacts of such favor are very apparent he could see so if you know going to work with this king he needs that character so like he doesn't be in that situation ever where he is in so much disfavor before the king and also it's also showing him that if the king favors you you are good to go you are great he already experienced a bit of that from potiphar's house knowing that potiphar too also worked with the king but also he saw it firsthand from the actual domestic staff 
he needed to learn the ways of the palace. So the years he was in prison, he was learning. God put him in a place that he needed to be for his next day of his life, which was the palace. But that training ground was so important. And that patience he required was so key because he needed to learn the ways. There is no way he can maintain past with those people that wouldn't have learned the ways of the palace. We're going to read later on, but we will see that when he went to the palace, he went prepared into the palace because he knew who he was going to meet and how powerful that man is and how to even work with him because guess what? He has seen the cupbearer, he has seen the baker and he has learned a lot. So it's so important for us to let God work in us. The season we are in, whether it's a testing season, whether it's God is preparing us for something, whatever it is, God is doing his work in us and we need to understand and trust that everything works out together for our own good. Right there, he's learning the character of the palace, how to behave in the palace what to do, how to do, when to do it, when to speak to the king, so many things, so many things that he would have learned in Potiphar's house. But he was in the right place, that prison, even though it didn't seem like it was the right place for that particular lesson to be learned. It's very important to say this. And so a lot of times we get upset and say, oh God, you know, this cannot be you. It doesn't feel good. When God is working with us, it doesn't feel good all the time. God can work with us in different seasons. Just know that the season that God is working with you in is the season that is right for you at that point in terms of how you best learn. It may feel painful, but God is doing that work with you. See here, it's in prison. It's not cool. It's not nice. It doesn't feel good. It's prison. It's prison. It's prison. But Joseph is learning. Learning by serving people. Serving these people that are put in front of him. The cup bearer and also the baker. So God help us. God really help us. I pray that God will build that character, build those skills, prepare us very well for that palace, prepare us well for the shining, so that when we go there, we are well equipped for everything we need for the palace. We are well equipped for everything we need for the shining. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, obviously, kings then were so powerful. Now, thankful for human rights and all that, you know, that has come through and helped us all through the years. But this just shows that God has everybody in his hands, even the presidents of presidents and presidents, because he's the king of kings and the lord of lords. And so if God has allowed this situation to happen to you or me, there's a reason why. And that question of, Lord, what are you teaching me here is so important. So we know what we are learning and what we should focus on. Thank you for listening to me today. God bless you. And let's pray right now. If anyone is going through a sin that you find rather tough, that God would give you the grace to go through it. And whatever is a prison, whatever is a test, whatever name you call it, God gives you the grace to go through it. And at the end of the day, you have full cause to glorify God's name. And help us Lord, to be patient so He can do that work to prepare us well for the palace. So that we are going in ready and not going in shaky so that we don't fall. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Bye and I love you.